0: Life's too short.
1: Life's too
0: damn short. So eat everything. Try anything. Exercise. Experience all that life has to offer. Here's exercise physiologist, medical journalist, and healthy talk host, Melanie Cole, MS.
1: If you are in an abusive marriage or long-term relationship, The fear of leaving has so many layers, and it can keep you from making decisions based upon that fear of financial worries and so many other factors. Today, we're talking with Rosemary Lombardi. She's a financial advisor and a domestic abuse survivor. Rosemary, thank you for coming on the show today. Tell us a little bit about your story and what happened with you.
0: Well, I I was married for almost 30 years. I made the mistake of staying with someone who is extremely abusive for the sake of the children, and that's never a good thing. Um, and I, I had some fears about leaving, uh, which were well-founded uh, based on how he behaved once I did decide to file for divorce. Um, I did not have to worry about my personal safety, but a lot of women do. And um, the first thing that I that I tell women is that above all, your family's personal safety. Uh, matters most. So if you're being subjected to physical violence, take your children and leave the home right now. Um, if you suspect that physical abuse may be imminent, you also need to leave. And um, a lot of safe places to stay. Um, I have a an emergencies and resources section at breakingbonds.com, a free resource for abused women. And there are lots of other resources available online if you do a Google search.
1: So what advice would you have for women to begin the process? As I mentioned in the intro, and you mentioned too, the fears have so many layers. There's financial insecurity, worries about safety, where am I going to go? Children Figuring all into that mix of do you bring your children with you and what if you can't get into one of the shelters? And there's so many layers, Rosemary. What's the first thing you want women to think about when they're planning on getting out of the situation?
0: Safety first. You know, leaving with the children. If you leave your children behind, that could be considered abandonment um, or that you're lying about the abuse. So never leave your children. Um, And if your abuser tries to force you to leave without them, call the police. So you must protect the children as well as yourself and take advantage of the free resources that are, are available to you. There's a lot that's available online as well as on the Breaking Bonds website. When you're planning
1: on it in advance, okay, you're, you there's free resources, you plan to take your children, but what about the fear of, of you know, the abuser cutting off the bank account or the checkbook or your credit cards, all those
0: things? How do you plan for those things? Those Those are very good points. Before you alert him that you plan to leave or divorce him, set aside hard cash for emergencies and transfer up to half the balances in the bank account or accounts into an account in your name alone. Have the bank mail those statements to a post office box or get the statements online. You must be able to pay bills until you're able to petition the court for financial assistance. Abusers will frequently drain bank accounts once they discover that they are going to lose control in order to either retaliate or to force them to drop the divorce petition or to settle for unfavorable terms. Do not drain the joint accounts yourself, as that would be unethical. And you have to disclose this uh, to your attorney in your first meeting. But it's absolutely essential that you have money to be able to pay bills and also to pay your attorney a retainer if you're getting a divorce. And, all th- and although you can have your attorney ask the judge to issue a temporary order to freeze your jointly held accounts, those measures take time. You must have funds for your day-to-day living expenses and to pay your attorney and court expenses in the meantime. You should also prepare a go-to bag that contains not only cash, but your driver's license, credit cards, checkbooks, a list of your assets and debts, a set of clothes for you and, and also for the children, toys if if appropriate, Court papers, your passport, birth certificates, medical and immunization records, your marriage certificate, medicines, insurance information, um, any legal documents that you may have. Uh, If you have a uh, court order um, to restrain him, uh, have that in your possession to prove to the police that your spouse is violating a restraining order if you have to call them. The other thing that you should do is to make copies of bank and other financial statements, deeds, pay stubs, recent tax returns, estate documents, any incriminating emails or posts, uh, or uh, anything that proves infidelity, and do not alert him that you plan to file for a divorce. Store all of this evidence somewhere safe outside the home because abusers frequently will remove or destroy records once they become aware of the divorce. Document the abuse, take pictures, um, you know, keep copies of of any uh incriminating uh emails, um m- make sure that you've written down the name of the police officer who you spoke with, if you, if you had to call them out to your home. Um, you know, if, if you have a restraining order and he uh, violates it, have him arrested. If you give him a free pass, the, the physical abuse is likely to escalate. So be sure and protect yourself. The other thing that I encourage women to do is, before filing for a divorce, get a credit card in your name alone. You may not be able to get credit based on your own income, but if you can on joint income, make make an application and get a card before you file. Um, And as soon as you do file for divorce, it really is in your interest to close any joint credit cards that have a zero balance and also to freeze the jointly held credit cards uh, that do have a balance. You You won't be able to close those out completely but you can prevent any additional charges from being added to joint debt by freezing the account. Uh, keep in mind you are responsible for the payment of joint debt that you and your husband incurred during your marriage. Uh, even debt that your husband will ultimately be assigned in the settlement. Credit card companies are really only concerned with whether or not you signed for the card, not the terms of a court order. Um, they just, if they have your signature, um, you are responsible for the the debt. So, um, be sure to document all phone calls that that you make to them, and send up follow follow up letters requesting that the lender uh, report to the credit agencies that each of those credit card accounts was closed at your repat, uh, request. Uh, late payments and skip payments will affect your credit score, so you need to make sure that. Um, payments are kept current. And some of the things that abusers will will pull uh, are, uh, you know, besides destroying evidence, draining accounts, they sometimes will hide assets um, and financial statements. They squander marital assets. They run up substantial debt. I, I had that happen to me. Um, They sometimes will cancel health or life insurance, even though that's illegal in a divorce. So if you anticipate that that might happen, make sure that your attorney emails his attorney that he must keep that insurance in force. Uh, In my case, even though my uh, ex-husband was required to maintain a life insurance policy, he just stopped paying the premiums even though the judge told him in court that he had to make them. So I had to step in and make those payments so that the policy did not lapse. So you, you have to do what you have to do to keep uh, those Uh, policies in force, but it's very important to your financial well-being. So anticipate what your abuser is likely to do and then take steps to prevent it or at least minimize the damage if you can.
1: One of the things I, so that's great advice. Rosemary really really all of those tips are so important and keeping your own credit card is really I think one of the biggest secrets or best pieces of advice mm-hmm. to not getting into that trouble where you owe your spouse's debts is having your own credit card that so you don't have to but how do you find an attorney and what do you do so you leave you go to a shelter maybe you call the police you've planned this in advance you take your children with then what Do you you find an attorney right away? How fast do these kinds of wheels move if you're a woman that's truly afraid?
0: Well, the shelters will give you a lot of uh, assistance. So if you don't have assets and you need a free legal counsel or uh, free therapy or reduced costs, um, those uh, services are, are available. And I do have a lot of them on the Emergencies and Resource tab at BreakingBonds.com. Um, most of these uh, shelters will also help with job assistance. They can tell you where to go to get job training. So if you have been out of the workforce for quite a while taking care of children, you're going to have to figure out how to support yourself. And uh, they they will help you with all of that. Um, if you have assets or if your spouse has assets, um then I I would uh, recommend getting a referral, doing some research and trying to figure out who uh you should hire to be your attorney. I would interview at least 2 or 3 if you can before you make a decision. Make sure that person is a good listener and that he or she Will let you make the final decision. some attorneys are very aggressive, mine certainly was, and um a lot of them, in fact, the vast majority of attorneys are are not trained in investments or taxes professionally. So it's important to get independent advice from a financial advisor, be sure and do a budget before you decide to keep the house and get some advice from your financial advisor. It's perfectly fine to to get advice from your attorney and and also a CPA on the division of assets, but ultimately since you have to live with the results for the rest of your life, the decision must be yours.
1: Rosemary, before we wrap up, if the abuse is more physical and verbal too, but if it's really bad do you press charges or do you just want out
0: i think that's a question that the 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 woman who's being abused really needs to discuss with her attorney every case is different and i'm 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 not going to give advice on that point when it's it's very personal the abuse must stop one way or the other and um unfortunately um <clears throat> some restraining orders are not enforced especially if the abuser is considered you know a quote unquote pillar of the community um so the appearance of protection um in some cases is is actually worse than <laughs> then no protection at all. So the first thing that she must do is to protect herself and her children. If if that means changing jobs, changing locations, pulling her children out of school and moving to a different location, um, she needs legal legal advice and also advice from a good therapist
1: true it's on making those those
0: decisions because they're like you know they're life-changing not only for her but also for the children the other the other thing that i would say is to be very careful about who you confide in um don't confide in the children unless it's absolutely necessary because they're dealing with enough emotional turmoil and they deserve to have their childhood protected um tell them that he does Bad and scary things, not that he is a bad person. Um, it's not n- necessary or helpful to elaborate. Uh, the best plan is to confide mostly in your therapist and your attorney and then make your make your decisions from there. I think it's extremely important that you take care of yourself if you're being abused so that you can handle the stress of, of the divorce because he's likely to to ramp up the abuse but you absolutely must get out if you're going to have a life. So you're going to need physical energy and brain power uh, over a very long, many months to get the divorce. So you need need to make uh, changes in your uh, daily routines to make sure that you get enough nutrients, Um, you're eating well, you exercise, and you're getting enough sleep so that you're uh, able to think clearly because you will be making a lot of very important decisions. And this will also help your self-esteem and confidence, which have probably been eroded over many years. So I, I really encourage women to, um, to see a therapist. If you've been traumatized like I was, I suffered from PTSD. Uh, you may need some specific therapies like EMDR. Uh, or EFT uh, to help help you to uh, clear that trauma so you're able to lead a normal and happy life.
1: Thank you for sharing with us today, Rosemary. It, it's a topic that not everybody wants to discuss. It's a difficult topic. As we said, there are so many layers and levels of fear and shame and so many things to think about. Where can people find out more about you and your book?
0: Well, my my book is available at the uh, BreakingBonds.com dot com website. It's also available at Amazon and any retailer, uh, any retail uh, bookstore can order it for you. But Amazon dot com has both the Kindle version and the paperback.
1: And it's BreakingBonds.com. Thank you again, Rosemary, for joining us today. This is Life's Too Short. You can listen to these shows on TuneIn and Stitcher and iHeart and iTunes and Google Play and everywhere podcasts are played. We want you to listen at RadioMD.com and share this show with your friends. And if you know that you do have a friend that is being abused or in an abusive relationship, feel free to reach out. See if you can help them and share this show because it's a lot of great information.